as long as there's no objections. Yes. All right. Sounds good. I so object. Is there, is there a way that I can see the, the comments or am yeah. I? Yeah, just go to starcaderadio.com. Okay. Okay. I can do that. Does I'll that see. work? Oh, we're live. I see right. a link. Did you get the, you did get the, nice. I've been using wow. it for like the whole couple of weeks. I'll be right back. It's fancy. When did he get fancy? I don't know. He's got some spare time somehow. Yeah, fancy. Hey, I have a couple of games I got to get out of my warehouse and shipped off to somebody. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know what the weather's like, so. Terrible. Terrible. Or, sorry, terrible. Terrible. Okay, terrible. Cleveland. I see how it is. Um, well, again, I'm not in a rush, but oh, the the quote is only good from Fastenal until February 2nd, and then sort of expires and I have to do it again. Oh, I should get them out by then. I, we need the space. I mean, honestly, it's getting to the point where it's a little ridiculous at the warehouse. Ooh, what are you buying? He already bought, paid for. <laughs> yeah, a Kitty Rama. Um, mobile, you know, movie booth. Oh, okay. And a, uh, uh, why can't I say it? Space App Cabaret. Okay. Oh, those are fun. Yeah. The, uh, the Kitty Rama, is that done 16 millimeter? Uh, is that like on a, I think it is, yeah. It? It's got little cartridges that go into the projector. Okay. I have a different, I have a different one here called the Movie Hut which I think was their nearest competitor. And uh, I've already converted that to use just a regular Pico projector or Pico, I guess, however you say that. That's cool. Nice. Yeah, you don't see too many of those around. I have three of them. Four, (laughs) four, actually. (laughs) Well, there was was a local guy who had a number. And, uh, hey, Super 8, Billy7 is chiming in, who is the uh, expert in all this. Yes, he's Um, expert. But he's in the chat, and he said it's Super mm. 8. But the um, <laughs> I, there was a local uh, local guy that uh, had three of them sitting in. I had bought one four years ago, and I converted it to a Cuphead cabinet for my son. Oh, nice. So I made it play Cuphead. And then um, he still had three of them. He was trying to get out of this garage. We made a deal on three um, Kitty Ramas and a Viper. The Viper, which is the two-joystick, you know... That, so, yeah. Yep. So I now have Viper uh, and, and Danger Zone. Well, that's cool. I mean, those are those are actually significantly rare. We had one at uh, at Blast in the past, and I had to scrap out that cabinet. And that thing did not want to die. Yeah. I took <laughs> hammer to that in every direction <laughs> I'd hit. It did not want to come apart. Same thing with the Valley Senti. I guess the the Pack Two cabinet, which is essentially mostly a steel frame that they made bridges out of because oh, <laughs> it would not die. Oh man, yeah. The best one by far, though, to scrap would be the uh, the VS dual cabinet. Right when you pushed off the edge of a tailgate, right in the middle part, it like fillets like a burrito or a taco. Anyway, we're not talking about scrapping poor arcade game cabinets. <laughs> different segment. Oh yeah, Aww. that'd be good. Let's talk about that in a different segment. Correct. <laughs> the joys of killing a cabinet. Hey. There's some good stories about one of the local ops when uh, there's a, like a father-son operator team. And when the son would get upset with the father, he'd like take the cabinets out of the back of the truck with the uh, fork truck and they just accidentally fall. Yeah. You know, so, they, they but, do that. But he dropped a Sinistar cockpit. Yikes. And a uh, 
and he dropped something else on top of a Star Wars cockpit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nice. Oh. Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> well, you know. Tweeting? I'm tweeting? I'm tweeting. You're tweeting? Wow, well, what's that like? Now I'm posting? Does it hurt to tweet? For some reason, I wasn't able to hit the submit button unless I said it, unless I said it out loud. Uh, <laughs> sharing? Now I'm sharing? Okay. Do people use Snapchat anymore? Is that still oh, yeah, thing? yeah. It's still well, just for TikTok. Second. TikTok's the new thing. The TikTok. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's TikTok? That's oh, my God, Adam. First of <laughs> all, it's Stalin. Yeah. yeah. It's, isn't it kind of take place of what Vine was? Just but fun videos? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so for our cold open, uh, what do you got? What you got there? Uh, you know, well, I, I'm just, hey, yeah. could you type it in all caps so we can hear you better? Because I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> how's, the, how's the syncing now, Mr. Baldwin? Is it synced up? Can you see me now? <laughs> Have Audio time runner hop in the DeLorean and fix that stuff. I could stop streaming and start again, but that's always a mess. You know? <laughs> Oh, Arcade Jason's on. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But scary smart. The guy, he That's is. Very cool. He's very smart. Mm-hmm. I need to get one of those color vector boards he's doing. He is SMRT smart. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, man, now I'm all excited. I don't know what to, I don't know what to do. Should I play a clip? I gotta play a clip. All right. Odd. This, uh... The so, sink looks good to me. That's because I fixed it. So does the toilet. <laughs> I fixed it. And oh, yes. What are yeah. you thinking about? <laughs> here we go. Uh, here's a little audio <coughs> clip for you guys to listen to. Uh, it goes a little something like this. This is Starcade, TV's first video arcade game show starring your favorite video games and some brand new ones public for the first time anywhere. And now, here's your host for Starcade, Jeff Edwards. Uh, thank you very much. Welcome to Starcade. We're backstage. Our players are warming up for today's big match and warm up they should because one of these teams is going to have a chance to win their very own video arcade game. So players, you ready to go? All right, let's go play Starcade. Here we go. Minnesota. This is Arcade Radio. Hello, Commander. Computer
Wow. Uh, welcome to season four, episode eight of the Arcade Road Podcast. <laughs> Very nice. I like yeah. the little center wipes, man. They came out nice. Well, let's try that again. So welcome to Season 4, Episode 8 of the Arcade Radio Podcast. Today is Thursday, January 23rd, 2020. And the time is now approximately 7.23 p.m. Central. If I hadn't waited with that little thing, it wouldn't have been ready right. since 23. So that's really good guess, Mark. You did a good job right there. You thank just, you. I think you try to predict that every week, don't you? So thanks yes, for joining I us do. in the Arcade Sphere. This is your host, Adam Subtract Multiply. I'm joined by my co-host, Mark Time Run. What, what, what's your name this week? Oh, yeah, yeah. MarkTimeMachineRental.com uh, Shields, which is kind of a mouthful. Paradise Arcade Shop proprietor and part-time rebel spy, Brian Thurston Howell, Armitage the Third, and joining us tonight, Starcade alumni, arcade restoration professional, master editor, and overall super awesome guy. Folks, please welcome to the show, Mr. Damon Clausen. Yay! Thank you, thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> restoration uh, ah <laughs> yes <laughs> well you have you've restored a few games right i have that's true all right i was technically the arcade archaeologist with blast in the past oh see but i did yeah i think i gave mark I that, that title at some point yeah milestar was the uh arcade historian i think mm. I yeah i think uh mark he fills both those roles on this show he's uh yeah, he's the archaeologist and the historian. I remember back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered actually what a show and a show and tell viewer was. Oh yeah. Have you ever seen those where it's like a it's a record player, and then there's like a film strip that goes in it. Oh yeah. And then every like 15 seconds it advances up. Cool. Those were the dark ages. <laughs> yeah, we yeah we were part of that whole thing. So uh, what have you been working on, Mark? Well, I'm uh, working on buying a show and tell viewer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was at uh, Disneyland for the opening of the Rise of the Resistance, Ooh. and it's the best ride on the planet. Excellent. And if you have time. Oh, and I also went viral, actually. I tweeted a picture. They let everybody <laughs> into the park. <laughs> you went what? <laughs> viral. <laughs> 1.6 million views. Whoa. Yeah. So. I, I basically was in the park, and it was so densely packed with people. I, I took a you know just a slow pan photo. I, I mean video rather, and then my uh, caption said, um, "Waiting for a chance to ride Rise of the Resistance on opening day," and people thought that was the line. <laughs> and so like, you know, four thousand comments were like, "No way, I'm not going there. Forget it," you know. Uh-huh. So that was kind of fun, and then I eventually had to mute it because I got tired of it. And um, let's see, I visited the Starcade sign and took some pictures of it at Disney World. I mean, land rather. And uh, there was no, uh, <laughs> there was no, there was no actual arcade below it. So oh. I found that awkward. That is weird. Uh, and that's that it. And then we came back. We were there for five days because our our passes were expiring. Did you have any blue milk while you were at the uh, Star Wars land? No, because I, I I like the blue milk that's in Florida versus uh, California. The floor the Florida one you know, alcohol it makes oh. it so much better. What? Yeah, they I think they put in rum and tequila depending on which color in the cantina, but in the regular milk no, stand, it's just they milk. They have a stand outside. Really? That that was serving alcohol. alcohol. Oh, huh. yes. So well, good. I wouldn't drink it either way. 
Good no. stuff happens. Good stuff happens. In what Florida. they should do is have a picture of that big, huge creature with its teat hanging out, and then no. everybody would stop <laughs> drinking it. That's why I don't. That's why that's I don't sure. drink the green milk. <laughs> that's uh, just not, that's just not right. No. Yeah. I felt a great disturbance in the force. Well, <laughs> so what have you been working on, uh, Mister Armitage? Um, what have I been working on in the last couple of weeks? I really haven't been by the shop much. Been kind of busy at work and trying to keep up with those things. Um, we did actually did get one game working, which was kind of fun. Um, I guess technically two. I got Tax Scan and uh, Star Trek going. Artu, are you sure this was a good idea? <laughs> <laughs> Tax Scan is always a good idea. So, but it's um, I bought a Geo Eight uh, monitor from Ty Bergen uh, down in Cannon Falls, who does some amazing <laughs> vector stuff. And finally had a confirmed working Geo8 to put in these multiple Sega Vector cabs that I could never know whether or not the board is broken, the power slide is broken, the monitor is broken, or what the hell is going on. So, anyways, they're good. They're going. It's a blast. Yahoo! You're all clear, kid! Oh, that compression. <laughs> it's terrible, isn't it? And it's quiet. It was, that was a quiet clip. I, I, wonder if I, I, could... did, I did sell my Star Wars cabinet. Or one of them. What? Well, you have to sell one of them once in a while, right? I have like four or five of them right now. It's gotten to be a problem. I have a Star Wars problem, I'd like to admit. It's against my programming to impersonate a dad. <laughs> well, uh, so I have been working on... Uh, I brought my Xenon playfield to a guy here locally that used to work for Lieberman Company, which was one of the big vending still is one of the big vending distributors here in town. But back in the 80s, they did uh, probably the lion's share of arcade and pinball supplying for the area. Uh, and Mark uh, is his name, and he has uh, he's retired now. And so he has lots of time, and he bought out all the pinball stuff from Lieberman. So um in his spare time he's doing odd jobs for people who want pinball work done and i happen to want a playfield swap so sunday i dropped off my playfield for my xenon my brand new cpr playfield um and uh he's already almost done so i'm like i'm so stoked i'm gonna have a xenon by the end of the week so that's awesome and it'll be practically brand new so new drop targets, new plastics, new new uh, playfield. Uh, I LED'd out and put all new stands on the thing a while ago. He's cleaning up all the rubbers, so it's gonna be super sweet. Uh, I sold a centipede uh, oh. cabaret because I don't need three. So I have a dedicated. <laughs> I have a millipede with the multipede in it, and I have the the uh, the cabaret, which is a mm -hmm. great shape. So I'm selling that to um, Brad, local guy. Uh -huh. and bro, bro pricing? Bro pricing. Big time. Uh, and then, yeah, because you know, those cabarets are worth so much money now. People people pay a mint for them when they're in good shape. So, uh, And then uh, I got an Omega Race dedicated this week <laughs> from a guy named Brian Armitage. Also a bro price. So that's good. Trade. Uh, 
I have a 6100 monitor that uh, I had what I thought was a new old stock mon- uh, tube, but it was close to it's just burn free. It's got a tiny little merkin, and that's it. And wow. it's uh, all working great. Great color. Looks beautiful. Uh, so got that thing. So I got just been lots of stuff for me this week. It's been great. Um, what about our guest, Damon? Are you doing anything in the arcade hobby right now? Uh, I've been a bad arcade daddy. Uh, but occasionally I have moments where, because I'm also into old school Volkswagens. And uh, awesome. so that takes up a lot of time. I just came back from a camp out at Lake Havasu, probably about uh, close to 700 buses all there. Weather was awesome. Uh, but uh, I did find, because I, I acquired a just a Space Invaders upright, and uh, I was at this one swap meet that I go to, and I came across a bunch of old Atari kind of Pong consoles, and then sure enough, uh, I needed a monitor chassis for the black and white monitor in the Space Invaders. And it's sitting right there on this table. And then there was a couple other boards, I think a couple of bootleg uh, uh, Arkanoid boards. Sure. And I, I rarely see any arcade stuff at swap meets anymore, so I snatched all that up. Oh, that's um, fun. Yeah, but I think the biggest win so far is uh, I was able to get my Space Ace and my Dragon's Lair back in working condition, it had been probably a few years. Uh, thanks, actually, to uh, to Ace Jedi Joe Bate, who does you know a lot of stuff in the laser community. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Um, and I mean, a lot of the games have been pretty much just sitting. Um, and I now didn't think I'd get to this point, but I I acquired a working Hyper Thunder from an old boss. Whoa. Who, yeah, we used to play in the office all the time, and and he was uh, his health was failing, and he says, you know, he says I want you to have it. And his names are still on the, the top, you know, ten or whatever. We'd go back and forth on it, and uh, and from that point on, then I ended up acquiring two more. So hopefully, my goal is to get the other two working all the way, and I can link them together, and the kids can have some fun. So, nice. Yeah, hey, that that Ooh. dragon slayer is that the original one that you got by selling jewelry, or that was Space Ace, and yes, oh that uh, was yeah. So Space Ace, it was a conversion, so it was in a Dragon's Air cabinet, but a full oh. kit. Uh, and so that one is still uh, in the collection, and I had uh, all four of the Bluth guys uh, sign it, sign the marquee, and they did that back at uh, Classic Gaming Expo, I think, in '99. You say all four of the Bluth guys? What did you? What do you mean by that? Yeah. So Rick Dyer, uh, oh, Rick Dyer, John Pomeroy, Gary Goldman, and Don Bluth. So they were all there. All the, the team. Yeah, they were all there in Vegas in uh, 1999. Sweet. And so nice. I brought. When Stephen Beal and I were doing Blast in the Past, we brought a bunch of arcade games for everybody to play because it was mostly a console show. And so we had a tent with black lights and, and 80s music playing, and my Dragons Air and Space Ace were there, and the Cobra Command. And I had them, since they were guest speakers, I had them all autographed both the Dragons Air and the Space Ace marquees. And then they autographed the, I think back here, you can see that laser disc. They've autographed mm-hmm. that one too. Oh, had, them, cool. had, had them sign it on the shiny awesome. side because I wanted to do a little shadow box with it. Nice. And as you can see, it's been many years, and it's still not in a shadow box. <laughs> so I get around to things. Well, you know? at least it's on the wall. That's fine. It is on the wall. Yeah. As of, as of today. Sweet. It makes something look nice. So. Well, it's good. I, you yeah. have a little yeah. bit of arcadeness going on in the mm-hmm. background. That's how I still see Adam's time. floor, so that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by yeah. the way, the vacuum is gone, Adam. So I know. Uh, it's actually video. just like right over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's just like I put it out of camera so nobody can see it. 
<laughs> Maybe you should have a contest to see guess what's on Adam's desk. Too. Yeah, uh, it's just a bunch of junk uh, over here. Yeah, like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's fun times. It's fun times. Uh, well, you know, uh, on this show we we uh, we like to we like to have uh, a format. So we have you know what the next segment, which which the guys love, right? Oh and my God! Everybody <laughs> loves this. So. Uh, Welcome to the Arcade News without the clan anymore. Um, we are going to be discussing three articles today. Uh, the first one from PC Mag. This is, I know everybody is going to log off of the chat immediately and jump on Amazon, but the Arcade 1 Up Star Wars cabinet is over $100 off at Amazon.com. <gasps> oh my God. Oh my yeah. gosh! Wait, uh, really? So it's like it's what two ninety nine instead of three ninety nine? What is it? So it's like it's uh, what three seventy one ninety nine. So a twenty two percent discount. Um, I mean, this is we talked about this cabinet last week, week before, uh, or sorry, two weeks ago. I, I played this out at CES. Um, showed a picture of the cockpit on our on our um, Paradise page. I mean, it's an interesting cabinet. It's kind of, I think, one of the better done ones of the arcade one-ups. But we just took some arcade one-ups to a tournament last weekend. And they were great for the kids. We took two of them. Like, yeah, all the little kids were going over and playing on them. But honestly, the control panels were worn out by the end of the weekend. Like, literally one weekend of maybe 40 people playing on them. And it was unbelievable. So, anyways... Uh, and yes, I, I'm not disagreeing that I, th- these are IKEA junk meme cabs. I mean, we literally packed them on top of stuff like boxes. I mean, it was easy to just pick them up and psh, throw them in a trailer. Interesting concept. Uh, anyways, we're moving on before we elicit many more scorned comments in the chat. Yeah, so, dude, boy, uh, like first thing, Brian from yawn. It's like okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, they're cancer on the hobby. I they really do interrupt my uh, my Craigslist and offer up searches and all that. So they, they do. It's kind moving of moving on. All right, fine. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. It, the Atari VCS. Oh yeah. Yes, it's going to happen. Yes, it's going to be there. Yes, it's coming out. And and um, they showed Fortnite playing on the VCS. So they have this uh, epic yeah. game launcher that essentially you can put a um, a USB key or USB based uh, OS into the system and play a game off of that OS. That's essentially what their Epic Game Launcher does. So you can put a bootable USB drive and then play that within their unique PC sandbox or whatever they call it. Mm. Um, and what was kind of funny, as I was telling the guys earlier on, I don't think we're on the air at that point. I visited with Atari a few weeks ago at CES, was talking to them, and they were like struggling to get Fortnite going. Not because of the VCS, but because of the like massive kind of problems with actually logging on with Epic Games, just kind of amusing. So, ironically, I had a friend who had the same problems, helped them through it while I was standing there, and they're trying to do their Fortnite demonstration. So, um, <laughs> you didn't get paid. No, no. Well, actually, I will say so. The one really cool thing they have um, on the VCS, 
there's a couple of cool things. But the one really cool thing they let me play with was this prototype. They had an analog rotary joystick and based in the old style, like Atari joystick. So it felt like the original Atari joystick, but was analog with a rotary control on it. And it was, it was slick. It was actually really, really cool. Um, felt good, felt smooth, obviously Bluetooth link to the console. So I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what they come out with with that and where it ends up. So any comments on that, guys? You, you're like, I mean, this is like... It's a PC is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, basically. I don't actually give a crap at the, about the VCS at all. Adam used to be like gung-ho about it, but now... It's been four years since they announced it, and, and it's, it's like first... a Kickstarter, and all the people that have been waiting for it are still waiting for it, and it's going to be like the Atari 7800 released, you know, two years after it should have been. So it's going to be old hardware by the time it comes out. It's going to run Fortnite. Big deal. You can get that on your Steam. You know, I mean, like... I could run that on my Apple Watch. Yeah, pretty much. I, it's. Yeah. I'm the, the VCS looks cool. It's got a cool joystick, but it's not worth 300 bucks or 400 or whatever they're charging. My cat is being insane right now. <laughs> and moving on then to the last article of the day. I'm sorry. Um, I, ju- I just went a little Dan Reed on you. I, you did. You went. You yeah. just all you needed were the dark glasses and all the lights out in the room. You know, I don't even know if we have that. Do we even have that negative news clip in here anymore? Cause that, <laughs> if I could find it. Yeah, I don't think it's in here. But God dang, this cat. It's the third time I've put it down. Ow, damn it. I'm fine. I'm fine. So th- this is kind of an old article, but a pertinent article to the uh, the current show. Um, on Bleeding Cool, there was a uh, look back at the creators section, where it was a look back at the show Starcade, talking to the creators in an interview. Hopefully Adam can post that link in the chat. Um, and we can let people read that interview on their own, but it was with Jim Caruso and Mavis Arthur talking about uh, when uh, Twitch basically launched a marathon of live streams featuring Arca- uh, featuring Starcade, um, which is going to be the subject of a lot of our discussion tonight. And they went through and asked the, um, asked the creators kind of a number of questions. It was really interesting kind of hearing where it came from, how it originated. They, were, they said they were sitting on a beach in the Caribbean, having just completed a little computer series and came up with the idea to do a game show and, and how the evolution of how they did that, the complications of doing that. They get into some of the details about how to run a, a TV-based version of an arcade competition, right down to how do you show the screens without interfering with the vision of the player and not have scan lines, etc. So it was kind of an interesting article, a lot of little tidbits in there. Hmm. Hey, did they uh, cover how they did the uh, Starscape opening? They didn't. I didn't see that in there. Oh, yeah. They. They. Uh, I remember when we met up with them. They were. They were <laughs> telling the secret back in the analog days how they how they accomplished it. It was all with a black piece of paper and poked holes in it and a light and pushing through the uh, to the center of the black piece of paper as a funnel. Huh. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's really cool. Cheating. Yeah. But yep. nuts. Well, it was like it was pre. It was pre Windows screensaver. Sure. You think about it. Am I allowed to do that? I am allowed to. I I just posted the link. So yeah, check it out. It's a it's an interesting article. Uh, it's a really neat little bit of history. We're going to get a lot more live history at a discussion tonight. But I think this is some uh, uh, some neat stories in here. So sweet, sweet. And that is it for the news. Oh, wait, we have one. We have one new. 
One, wait. What? You we said. New product, this is what new you product. said. You said that is it for the news. Got, it's for the, well, yes, but there's a new product. I got to give a shout out to Arcade Jason who has his new color vector board. If anybody hasn't seen this, it takes the intensity of the vectors, converts them to colors, and allows you to play asteroids and other games in color. So I have a question. Like, can you, like, for a mega race, can you change, like, the little bad guys to a different color from Well, the... if you were watching the chat, he said, take that monitor, 6100 monitor you have, and drop it in Omega Race. Okay. I was watching the chat, and you don't have to be a dick. <laughs> I'm asking a question about the colors. Do I? Is it like an overlay, or is it like? Does it allow you to change individual elements of the game? I don't understand how it works. That's a good question. I'm giving you a hard time. Yes, so the, you uh, are. the idea is that it takes intensity and then assigns intensity of the vector to a different color. Is my understanding of it? So the different, the different intensities will give different colors. Oh, okay. Yes. We need the hua hua point. <laughs> <laughs> Take that color. Half point. (laughs) We're not even there yet. (laughs) Well, Brian Frober said arcade fight, so I think we we should have to get in there. So, anyways, it's a really neat product. Jason, uh, arcade Jason, came out with it. It's on Facebook. Check it out. Um, Jason's got some great products coming out. He's got some really neat stuff he's working on, and um, I think everybody should look at this stuff and support it because. This is a guy that is really pushing the edges of what you can do. And we want to buy this stuff so that he's funded to keep doing it. Yeah. Right? Like, I want all the cool stuff he's coming up with. And I want him to keep seeing the incentive for it. So, so this I is think like, whether you can use it or not, drop the 60 bucks, support him. 60 bucks, done deal. That's exactly. Good. That's cheap. That's like the cheapest add on for a game I've heard about in a while. That's awesome. Everyone wants two hundred and fifty bucks for something these days. It seems like two hundred and forty nine ninety nine. Right. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, uh, I don't know how much the big kit is anymore. Is that one twenty nine? I don't remember. I'd have to check. <laughs> there's two. There's two new games out for it though. Oh, that's right. Uh, what actually? Yes. Which two games are out? It's Crazy Kong. Crazy Kong is one of them, and then one of them is a shooter. Brian. Nice. You know, uh, sorry, Aaron, Brian, geez. Yeah. Aaron really has been doing some neat stuff with that. Yeah. So, so stuff. I forget what it's called. The end. Is it the end? I believe the end. And that's, is on. it looks super fun. Um, yeah. But anyway, I, I love the big hit so much. And Cra- Crazy Kong is hilarious. I just think if you're really into Donkey Kong, you owe it to yourself to get this Crazy Kong because yeah. it wrecks the way you play Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely there, like a weird like negative universe version of it it is it, and it just does little things to irritate you like puts the ladder just out of reach speaking of being irritated i just talked uh, i had a little couple words with clay cowgill friendly and apparently <laughs> he had the fpga uh you know duty of getting the board for pole position to load faster for adam and then Adam just sort of let that let that kind of coast on by. Hmm. So so Brian, I'm gonna I'm gonna have you and I amp it up again on Adam. We got to get this pole position board out this year. I yeah. don't even have a pole position. You don't need one. I got some. I recently t- <laughs> I recently told someone that I'm only gonna talk to people that are named Adam and Brian from now on. <laughs> so I have a friend Changing down my the, name. I have a friend down the streets named Adam, 
and my brother's name is Brian. And so anytime I have a conversation about anybody, Brian or Brian or Adam, <laughs> it's confusing <laughs> no as all hell. So I'm like, I'm only, and then just I've decided I'm just only going to talk to those people because we know who we are. So, right. you know, anyway, let's, <laughs> oh, someone's upset that Picard is on uh, the same night as this. Isn't that like a streaming thing? Can't you just watch that whenever? Yes, it came out this morning, like at three a.m. I already watched it. Amazing! I have as good as Rise of the Resistance. I have not watched it. Oh, that's funny. You mean the ride? So I have not watched it yet because um, I don't pay for CBS All Access. But I thought maybe I'd wait a few weeks and then binge. You know, or I or I can share my password with you. We'll talk, about, <laughs> talk about it later. You don't want to do that. FCC's already I'll, got I'll, a huge problem add, with this show. I'll add you to my friends or something. We'll see. <laughs> Back in 82, I used to be able to throw a pigskin quarter mile. Back, back to, to the, the cave, cave with, with Time Runner. Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull? What's going on, folks? We're going back to December 9th, 1983. Let's talk about what was going on at the arcade. Well, promotional videos. They were common back in the day. And when a new game was being prepared for sale, you'd get to, you know, like get a little spiel about it ahead of being able to see it at the arcade. So today, we're oh, going to listen to... What's that? No, oh, sorry. Um, yep. Go ahead. Oh, I like that. Ooh, Is Xevious playing somewhere? Okay. <laughs> that's the, that's the Starcade Radio Hotline jingle. They uh, stole that. Jingle. <laughs> but they were probably like, man, this game just never stops playing this music. Let's record it and then use it as our own. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to listen to Atari's Star Wars Arcade promo because Damon actually got to play that game, I think, last in the show. We'll see. All right. Well, let's figure out how to do this because, um, yes. you know, it is – I can show the video, but then I I just don't know. The video is awesome because the guy looks like a little micro version of John Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> Same hair. Yes. Big old – You're all twerking. Well, here it is. The most eagerly awaited arcade game of the year, the brand new Star Wars. Sound familiar? Let's check out the action. Now, as Luke Skywalker, your mission is to reach the Death Star and find mm-hmm. a tiny exhaust port that's the only spot vulnerable to your proton torpedo. Are you sure it's proton? When he begins, R2-D2 is It is proton. All you have to do is blast away at the fighters and avoid the fireballs. Then you take the These photons in Star Trek. And bunkers on the face of the Death Star, looking for the exhaust port. The voice of the flight controller helps you through the game, and you hear other familiar characters from the film. Each time you're hit, you lose one of the shields protecting you. The third and final phase is in the trench, surrounded by gun turrets firing lasers. If you can dodge them all, you find the port where you have just seconds to drop the proton torpedo. Then you zoom away just as the Death Star disintegrates in a brilliant display of light and sound. There are nine more levels, each with new hazards and faster and Nine more levels? There's both cockpit and upright versions, but the gameplay is exactly the same. This machine was supposed to be ready for the summer opening of Return of the Jedi, but just now is arriving. However, it doesn't need the tie-in with the film to make it a success. And like the Force, this Star Wars game will be with you always. That's brought to you by PatrickScottPatterson.com. Thanks for the video clip. So, oh yeah, back to our regularly scheduled program. Where did Brian go? 
don't know. Did you have to make some potty or? I don't know, but it just went completely dark. <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah. I changed to, I changed to a blue light here. That's funny. We'll see how it goes. We lost Brian during the clip. We're supposed to discuss this now. Discuss. He was probably, yeah. We, well, let's discuss this. Um, that was a terrible promo, but I figured they were like, you left Star Wars. Uh, this commercial doesn't even need to be more than two minutes, so. Well, there's a, there's actually like a 12 minute Robotron promotional video on YouTube. I was going to show you that, and it, and it they made custom like cartoon animation for it. And that that was actually not a car, uh, commercial. That was for a television show. Um, about what? Our, yeah. Did you read the description? No, I I couldn't make it past the three minutes of the terrible <laughs> cartoon. I was like, oh there, my god. It's on the same show that Ben Gold was on. That was canceled after like four episodes. So, oh, yeah. But Starcade ran for three seasons, so that's cool. You know what was a good show? Making your making your move. I think. I think that's the name of it. Yeah. It had, you know, uh, do, do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. Okay. Well, we'll talk about this later. Man, I'm um, a little worried about so Brian. It's really dark. Well, let's move on? on to the next the next little por- portion where we where I ask what's in the juke. Oh, should we do that? Well, what Brian? I guess we don't need Brian for that. Brian, what do we need him for? Exactly. So, uh, is, are you going to ask? Are you, what's in what's, in, what's the in the juke? Is it over? Is it? Uh, All right. Tell us what we've won. Welcome to What's in the Juke, where we play a tiny portion of a song on a certain day, in this case, December 9th, 1983, and then hope to God that somebody in the chat recognizes it. We're asking for the song and the artist. If you get the song title correct, then you will get a half point. Half What's that point. Sound like? There you go. And then <laughs> if, you, if you get the, both the song and the artist, you get... Full point. Yes. <laughs> And feel free to fight it out as you're uh, trying point. to guess what song it is. I didn't. <laughs> there. <laughs> your flip. These must not be labeled. All right, so let's get rolling. Okay. I hope Casey's on. I don't. <laughs> I think he's mad at me for my hair. Um. Let's. <laughs> No, nobody's hair turned blue this today. I was. I, I was actually. Of, I thought you were getting yours done blue. Yeah. What happened? It's blue. See. Oh, it looks I, good. No, I, I, we didn't do it. Oh. We're gonna do it. Well, so if you do yours blue, then Brian should do his red. And yours green. <laughs> That's right. I'm, are you at a workplace where you can kind of do that, or what's that like? You asking Damon. Uh, well, you're the only one with uh, dyed blonde hair, but well, sure, nobody, Damon. No, nobody cares about your hair. There? There's not much left to dye. Uh, so yeah, I think Adam. I think you uh, you should definitely go for some color. Oh right. Well, all right. Yeah. So cow, the, cool. here's the first clip. Uh, goes something like this. Nice. <laughs> That's a good clip. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I'm behind on the chat. Apparently, oh, we well, got da- Damon got it. <laughs> <laughs> so we probably should have told him he can't I, play. I can't play because you. <laughs> I don't see the yeah, list. Come on. You have an advantage over the. Uh, yeah, time. you have you have like a ten uh-huh. second advantage. 
So we'll give it to whoever was second. That's Kelsey. Well, Kelsey. Uh, Kelsey. Rock, yeah, well. Well, Rock, 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 yeah, that, that other guy. Fake name guy, right? I don't I don't think it's fake. R- RS. And if it is, that's brilliant. But Wasn't uh, the same guy from last week? Two weeks. Isn't, uh, it, isn't it the Gleek? A month ago. Yeah. I don't yeah. know who it is. But he did get Prince, so we should give that to him and give the other one to Kelsey. Okay, Kelsey got a half point, and uh, it was Delirious by Prince. Yeah. Oh, half point for both those guys. Sorry about that. Okay, here comes the next one. That's tough, I think. What do you think? Just calling it like I see it. That is not the answer. But uh, Elton John is Mr. Peabody. And Andy Baldwin gets guess that's why they call it the blues. Andy B on the board. Everybody tied with a half point. There you go. So uh, next track. (laughs) That's probably a xylophone, right? Yeah. Marimba? No, I don't think so. (laughs) King of Pain. That's close enough. Billy Seven's on the board with half a point. The Police by Mr. Peabody. Ooh, pulling in first place. For both of those guys. All right, the next track. <laughs> as little of that as you can play as possible. Brian has returned. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Oh, uh, that's funny. Safety Dance is correct. Andy Baldwin got that first, and it is by Men with Owie Hats by the Davalope. <laughs> Men right, with Owie Hats. That's how the Canadians uh, say without. They say without. Oh, yeah. Half <laughs> point for both of those guys. What's that? Mm-hmm. Next track uh, that was Safety Dance. Men without hats. Here he comes. Oh, he's talking to Macaulay Culkin, I think. Oh. <laughs> what? Dang it. You set me up for that. <laughs> Just wait till you find out the title. <laughs> you, know, you, you made me feel so good inside. <laughs> PYT RS got that one. Pretty Young Thing by Michael Jackson. Andy Baldwin pulled that one out. Actually, Michael Jackson was who was the first with that? Mr. Peabody. So Mr. Peabody gets a half point, and then RS gets the other half point. Half point. All right. And I'm saying RS because I'm not pronouncing that name. The right. Gleek. It's a karate song. Kung Fu Master. one of those those times where the song and the title are the same and the, the, I mean the artist it's the song the title and the album actually like big monk killed it I think he, he did and he get actually he did it before everyone else too yes full point we should get him full point and a half for that that was pretty good he typed okay. it twice he did it on the same line I like that efficiency Efficiency, yes. All right, here comes another track. Mm. Damon is itching to play. 
the competitor <laughs> is coming out. He's like, I'm going to get this. I guess he was awesome. <laughs> Too many 10 second handicaps. Uh, the Gleek hasn't figured out that we, 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 you know, everyone has the same disadvantage except Damon. Right. <laughs> Sting is not correct. It is the police. It is synchronicity two. So the Davalope gets that. Even, right. Because in Canada, they pronounce it synchronicity. They just do a little oh, differently there. He got both. That's awesome. Did he get both? He was first with the police. That is correct. He gets oh, a full boy. point. The Davalope's back on the board. Tied with Mr. Peabody. Let's see who wins. Is this the first? Oh, and 8 bit monk since we gave him a point and a half. <laughs> we just arbitrarily just give people points. It's whatever Adam wants. We should just. Okay, here we go. Uh, uh, here comes the next track. Uh, What's wrong with the board? Standing there alone. The ship is waiting. All systems are go. Aren't you sure? Control is not convinced, but the computer has the evidence. No need to abort. The countdown starts. <laughs> William Shatner. <sighs> I don't know how to score this one. <laughs> Whoever typed in all caps the most gets a point. <laughs> Like it's it's gleek okay got it yeah got it. okay <laughs> yeah the original goes something like this yeah <laughs> yeah all right next track nice trouble with tribbles uh, take away half point for typing in all caps. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's another half point. He's losing points quickly. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> Talling in your sleep is correct by Andy Baldwin. And that is by the Romantics. Uh, by the Dave- So Dave Lope gets half point and Andy Baldwin gets a half, half point. point. All right. Last one. All right. uh, yeah. Uh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> think, think that's enough? Yeah. I love that track. It's so good. <laughs> I wonder if we're going to get flagged for that Shatner version. You shouldn't. You should actually get paid for playing it, actually. I think. What do you guys think? <laughs> I don't know. Break My Stride is correct. Brian Frober had the correct title. And who sang it? Gleek got this the half point there. So half point for each half of those point. guys. All right, Mark, what are we looking at? Are you sexting? Let's see. Brian, Brian Frober. Brian Frober. You got a half point. Okay, so it looks like the Gleek is the winner. Oh, excellent. And what does he win? 
He wins a pat on the back and a hearty hi-ho. Oh, one of these days we should give away a prize yeah. again. We'll deliver it at the next Grinkers. You know, my, Mike Page gave me a bunch of stuff to give away. I probably Did should. It? Yeah. I mean, they're all, they're magnets, but we should probably give them away. I still have a blanket that I was supposed to give away to somebody, but I never got an address. Oh. Hello? I'll check my email to make sure somebody didn't email in. Because that, that was a good price. I know what, I think we should just give away stuff to whoever wants it. I got lots of stuff in my office I could give away. Oh, that must be nice. I don't think there's anything over here. <laughs> <laughs> How about this used um, I'll take that. Actually, can you put that in the upright Omega race? Could you put that in there? You Well, you could shove it in there, but it doesn't really fit the same way. Could, it, so, could you cut it down to size? Um, I don't, the upright, I don't know. It'd be interesting to do. It would look awesome. I mean, it'd be an interesting mod if you didn't have to wreck the original. But, yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, you could probably take the original out and make a bezel similar to the cockpit and put it in there. Sure. So I'm, I'm giving away the world's worst butt plug, so. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody? I am so glad that your mom is not on the show right now. Oh, no, I'm getting it out of my system now. <laughs> so, you might be surprised. Oh, <laughs> uh, and that, and then he just disappears again. Like it's, I felt oh. it's, it's kind of a gallant exit, though. I kind of like that. It's very great. <laughs> it's like dark Can't wait to see the replay. <laughs> oh, well, let's get on it. studio audience hello to you at home these are the teams that are going to do it here on starcade let's meet him right now your name is damon clausen damon how you doing fine good tell me a little bit about yourself well i'm 13 i go to john Murray junior high school in burbank california mm-hmm. and i love video games all right who's this next to you this is my mom <laughs> did you decide to figure that out huh your name please hi i'm vicky clausen and um I love being here. I want to just encourage all the parents that are watching to try out for the show. We are treated royally. I got my hair done, makeup, and I enjoy playing video games, and I'm hoping to have a good time today, too. Gosh, Vicki, I should try out for the show. I haven't had my hair done or makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Liar! Welcome to the show, Damon. <laughs> Thank you. Little yeah, flash Jeff, man. Any little... jab he can get. <laughs> <laughs> we can see that this 14-year-old is nervous as hell. Like, oh, yeah, let me just make you feel a bit more uncomfortable. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> Rest in peace, buddy. He was a good guy. Uh, yes, yes, you such hard questions. How old are you? Uh, <laughs> you know, he didn't he didn't prompt me, you know, backstage. <laughs> uh, and who is this? Uh, my mom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which name well, do you want? If you guys notice a little tidbit of trivia, at least watching it, of course, you know, uh-huh. I've watched it a few times, but uh, my height. Uh, you notice my the top of my head, I think, is just below my mom's shoulder. Yeah. Uh, notice how that changes when I'm behind the podium. You're, on a, five, you're on like a block. Six inches, so they gave me like a couple apple, apple boxes to stand on. That's and, funny. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was like at least five foot at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, little bits there. The little, the little tidbit, though, I'd like to give you guys is, of course, in the beginning when we're in the back studio stage lot and they're pushing in, they said, okay, everybody, let's run. And they went over the whole instructions. Like, you got to run down this hallway and you make a left. Yeah, 
I'm just like, yes, I'm just nodding because I'm just completely nervous. And uh, if you notice, right, when my, and I'm following my mom, and my mom, of course, was listening, and she knows to run left, and I completely spaced, like, which way? And you'll see me hesitate. And I'll look <laughs> to the right, and I go, oh, she's going to the left. I'll just follow anyway. But, yeah, just that little, and, of course, everybody behind me, Jeff's running, and the other two contestants are running. But, yeah, you'll see my short hesitation there. That's funny. So just know that I had no idea where in the hell I was going at that moment. <laughs> that's great. Well, well, that's kind of how we roll on this show, so you're good to go. So, yeah. Uh, Tonight, tonight we're gonna have uh, a little fun. Um, it looks like actually, though, before we get into the other questions, uh, we do have a call in the voicemail that uh, we're gonna play for you real quick. Uh, we, you know, I wonder who it could be. Thank you for calling six one two five four eight game. This is Arcade Radio. Please leave your message after the tone. Hey everybody, it's your buddy Bob Gardner. Control panel expert and technician. Uh, I'm calling today, and you know, it feels a little weird right now. Are you playing this early in the show? I can't tell. The, the walls are like totally different. I can't. Anyway, so hey, uh, I heard about your guest, Demon, and this is great. You know, Starcade. Loved that show when I was a kid. Uh, and so I want to ask the first question since you decided to play this voicemail early, probably out of desperation. So the question is, uh, what during the show, like when you watch it, like what did you do that you think was embarrassing? You know, like, oh man, I wish I had done that. That's so uncool. Okay, so that's the question. All right, okay, charge the deck out. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we won't get to the Juno first topic until later. That's, a big <laughs> that's but, true. Uh, I, can't, I can't. That's too easy. Uh, yeah. I can tell you that. Uh, I wished I had a little bit less of a doer face when my mom was playing elevator action. I was like, don't fuck this up. (laughs) You can see see that look. And the camera angle was perfect. And it's like this seriousness when I'm looking at her, just like, I wish, you know, (laughs) go, mom, go. Because it was all about, you know, she's got to beat the other mom. Yeah. uh, That's what she did. She She did. did. Even though Jeff Edwards screwed it up and said that she lost to the other mom. Yeah, but if you look at the scores and you're paying attention, yeah, you could do the yeah, math, right? It's like 200 points. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was pretty. It was significant, and probably the lowest scoring game in Elevator Action's history. <laughs> <laughs> but she did an amazing job. I got to give her credit because she's not here to defend herself. Yeah, speaking of lowest uh, scoring games, uh, your buddy was on this show about a season ago. Yeah, Mr. Beal, Stephen yeah. Beal. Mr. Steven Donkey Kong. Mr. Arcade Fix-It. Yes, and, Mr. Arcade fix And uh, we did not call this out on his show, but uh, we, before the show, you and I talked about this. He had a pretty low-scoring Donkey Kong score. If I recall, it's like 400 points. <laughs> I, I think it's in that case is everything that can go wrong did. And, uh, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that, you know, that fireball won't go down. Yeah, it's, I, uh, I don't even yeah. know if it's yeah. possible to get 400 points. Maybe it was 4,000 <laughs> points. I think you get more if you actually run into the, the barrel. fireballs each time. <laughs> well, you do kill them. <laughs> <laughs> Just run into the barrel, you get 10 points. I don't yeah, know. Exactly. <laughs> Love you, Stephen. <laughs> I know he's uh, listening going, Ugh. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about uh, how you... Okay, so you did the show. Uh, we'll get back to the other questions in a minute, but uh, you met Stephen somehow. Uh, yeah. And then you started a business together. Can you tell yeah. us a little bit about that? 
he, uh, I was living up in the Pismo Beach area, and he was in Santa Maria, and I didn't know that he was down there, of course, but he had posted an ad in the classifieds about arcade games for sale. And at that point, I think I had Dragon's Lair, Space Ace, and Cobra Command. Those, that was my collection. This was in probably like the early 90s. And, uh, and I was like, oh, man. You know, I went down to his place, and, and he had probably about 12 games all tarped outside, you know, being rained on and so oh, forth. No. But, actually, but actually somewhat still nice. It hadn't been destroyed. And so I was just going just to buy one game. He thought I was there to buy all of them. And he had a punch out. And I was like, hey, you know, I ended up buying the punch out from him. And he, he acquiesced and let me just cherry pick. And so we got the talking. And then I said, yeah, I was on this arcade game show, Starcade. And he's like, what? You were on that? And, uh, and then he told me that he was on it back a year prior with a different host. It was just really kind of strange, like all these, you know, parallels. He was 20 minutes from me. He, uh, he was on the show. And he was, of course, a huge Star Wars fan. And we just kept talking, and then eventually he said, "Hey, you know, why don't we, you know, hang out?" And he was converting—he was actually converting a kung fu master to some fighting game. So I hung out with him a little bit, worked on stuff, and and then eventually we uh, decided to go into business together, restoring games in '97. And then our first buyout was about 80 pieces uh, in Fullerton, which was probably about you know a few hours south. And this operator had all these 80 pieces in his basement huge basement and that's where i got actually some of my personal games in addition to the company games that's but it great. was cool timing well that's that's awesome i i would love to get some more uh star Kid guests on over the years uh but it's just fantastic to have you on today so thanks for joining us what are you doing today i work in post-production i was dumb enough to see television as the direction to go after i finished college <laughs> uh, so I, I sit on my butt. Now I stand because I have a standing desk. But I uh, I cut uh, all sorts of projects. Uh, probably for the past probably for the past eight years, a lot of it's been promotional, special feature stuff for Warner Brothers, cool. uh, DC Comics. Um, Can you give us some of the shows. names of the shows you've worked on? Uh, well, a lot of the the television shows, superhero stuff. So Arrow, Flash, Gotham. Um, Oh, my goodness, Supernatural is a big one. Of course, that's finished up. Um, and then a lot of DC comic animated features. Oh, cool. So, yeah, I mean, a, a ton of them, to be honest with you. So it was like, uh, they did one that was an anime Batman, um, which was kind of trippy. Oh, yeah, uh, I remember that. A lot of, a lot of Justice League, uh, Suicide Squad. Uh, just finished The Watchmen for HBO. Oh, on another, that another, show was uh, so good. He's coming up. Yeah, and actually, Castle Rock was another uh, live action. Oh, cool! Uh, Watchmen but, is yeah. not getting a second season. I don't yeah. know much about. I just get the hard drive and then I cut yeah. it. Yeah, nice. And stuff back. Yeah, the showrunner said I can't do it. I've got to go do something else. And so HBO is like, "All right, well, we'll talk to you later." And, <laughs> and it's too yeah. bad because that was probably the best television I've seen in the last decade. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty um, amazing. So. Uh, so you cut like promos for that or do you cut like episodes? Uh, no, I don't cut the episodes. So what I'll get is I'll get the entire series Mm -hmm. and usually in pieces if it's not finished yet. And then I will cut uh, special features. So if you were to buy the Blu-ray of the season, 
the special features will be on that. That's right. And then also there's social uh, promotional pieces that will be run on Warner Brothers uh, website. That's right. A a buddy of mine, uh, Robert Meyer Burnett does a a podcast called Robservations. And he's also in post like you are and does uh, these cool uh, extras for things. We had that conversation. Mm -hmm. So you should, I should introduce you to him. You should, you guys should network. Yeah. That's cool. It's like, hey, have you worked on your tan? I mean, I really get outside, so I got a little bit of color now. He does not have a tan either. I think, it, I, yeah. yeah, he's. A total I think nerd. you would be an editor too, Adam. I, I, I actually, I would. I, if I had to quit my job and do something else, I'd probably enjoy that. Yeah. So I don't like editing, though. I think it's pain in the ass. It's uh, you know what? It's enjoyable. The the, the craft part of it is enjoyable. Uh, picking the cues, the music cues. Uh, doing the motion graphics work. In fact, a lot of the projects, um, say for instance, um, a Superman project. Actually, we just did a, a recent Superman project where it ties into a comic book. Uh, they did the the Russian Superman. Oh my gosh, the Red Red Sun. Yes. Mm. And uh, so that one naturally goes back to a comic. So okay. I will be given high res scans of a comic, and then I'll do kind of multi-planing After Effects work and just really gives it a nice dimension and then I'll get the additional animated feature that they're working on too. So it's, a lot of it's all just kind of combined like, you know, just mixed together. Are you able, are you, so when you do multi-planing, do you actually have to clip it out and then isolate the background? Like how does that exactly? Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, you, you cut it out and then Photoshop does its own interpolation right. with sort of the background and it works about 30% of the time, half the time <laughs> you're sort of creating that, you know, with the clone and the stamp tool and, wow. and, and so forth. But yeah, it's, uh, when it works, it looks really cool though, especially working on a kind of a Z axis move where you can kind of push in and you have all these other elements. And there was one, uh, shot I was working on typical Batman story of certainly when his parents were killed. And you got the guy firing the gun, and I kind of added a muzzle flash and pushing in while I'm doing a little bit of puppet work as well in After Effects to where they're falling back. And it just really adding some rain to the shot. So really making that comic page come to life. That's cool. And that's just super fun. Yeah, see, if I had material that wasn't my own to work on, I would probably be fascinated by it. <laughs> <laughs> this sucks. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, you know, Adam's like, I'm going to animate these the hell out of these stick figures. And be <laughs> you, you cut the opening, right, for, for the arcade radio yeah, show? Yeah, that was, that, was that was a trick. Uh, I think yeah. it was great. I think it was great. You know, and I spend, you, know, you don't want to spend too much time on something like that, but it's... Um, it's fun. So, uh, and the, you know, the you, you talked about your Dragon Slayer and your Space Ace. Uh, that's part of your arcade collecting origin story. So, what got you? What, what got you hooked on arcade games? Because it wasn't Starcade. When you got on Starcade, you said you liked video games. You had already gotten hooked by then. What what got you hooked? Um, one quick question: Should I be responding to some of the questions on chat? Or is that just like uh, absolutely? Uh, we can we can yeah, bring I'm them. Sorry, up. guys. I but uh, you don't have to. I mean, we'll, you know, we'll ignore them as fast as you can. But uh, <laughs> right. but yeah, just yeah. So we'll, avid geek, avid geek is my clove uh, right. nickname. It's been like cool. this well, but I've I've been hardly on clove. Yeah. So what we generally do, if you're going to call out something, just hey, somebody in the chat just asked what my clove name is. Blah. Yeah. You know. Okay. Uh, so right. we'll work it in. But yeah, uh, there was also there's a yeah. And and somebody actually already 
it guessed it for you so that's kind of nice but uh <laughs> you know a little affirmation now now he's gonna have a fan base on club oh jeez. Um, yeah you know i'm never on club so yeah that's cool i'm i'm actually in fountain valley i'm actually in orange county sweet so, cool yeah, i was so just there just answering brian's uh question about uh, coffee and cars so uh, yeah i go all over the place though but Sweet. I had to escape south. So yeah, your original question. How did uh, you get hooked on uh, video games, arcade games? Well, I mean, it all started with the Starcade uh, booty that I won. You know, the uh, the the prizes that uh, some of them came in and the other parts didn't. I won that Spectre video uh, SV328 with uh, was it uh, 25k of RAM? Yeah, <laughs> a 50. I don't know what it was. 128. 128k of RAM. Yep. Oh. Expandable to oh. 256. Yeah, so expandable. Oh. But 128 yeah. was a standard back then. It would have been the same as a Apple II. So. Yeah, but it just the company went bankrupt. In fact, in my scrapbook that my mom put together back in the day, I have the paperwork where they're saying, "Sorry, but uh, this is not ever going to get to you." Oh wow! And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, that was it's actually going to be one of my questions. Did you ever get the Spectre video computer? They all, <laughs> so they also they also had another one on the show that had a joystick built in. Did you ever see that thing? So so one of the other prizes on some of the other shows was also yeah. Spectre video, but it, it yeah. had a joystick built onto the keyboard. And the keyboard that makes it really kind of easy and yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I never saw that one. Uh, you know, I got the Bionic chair. Oh yeah. Which, of course, I talked about before, but there's nothing bionic about it. Your legs were the bionics. You yeah. just kind of sat it in, kind of. It's just a kind of a padded rocking chair. Is you it, get speakers in it. It's not like today's chairs. It just was that. It had a yeah. cool little brown ottoman, kind of '80s uh, colors, I guess. Nice, and, nice. Uh, but yeah, the the computer. So going back to the computer, uh, that they exchanged for more gold jewelry. So oh. that was what my mom ended up getting and at the time she was selling gold jewelry just as a side business okay so she cashed she sold that stuff off i got the money oh, nice. and i got enough money to buy my first arcade game in 84 which was the space ace really thousand, thousand bucks first wow wow yeah so a 14 year old buying you know his arcade game yeah thousand bucks that is and, uh, crazy awesome i, I, I wanted dragon's lair because that's what I really was most familiar with. But sure. then I thought, well, Space Ace has three different difficulty levels. Ooh, you yeah. know? So I go, I had a benefit. And yeah, I still remember to this day, I think it was like Orange County Gaming. Uh, I can't remember the company, but it was it was in Orange County, funny enough. Do you still have and it? I still have it, yeah. It's still in the, in the oh, game room. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. And that's the one that I had the, the Blue Guys sign. Right. Tom Roy, Dyer, Goldman, and... Uh, remember that, those. Adam? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, short term memory, man. I don't, I don't maybe know. you could remind me who signed that? Uh so yeah. Anyway. So <laughs> yeah. before before Starcade though, you said you like video games. Was there any like did you have any game systems in the house? Oh yeah. Yeah, I had ColecoVision. Oh nice. uh, Atari twenty six hundred. Sweet. Um and uh I just I remember looking through the I think it was the JC Penny or Sears catalog. Yeah. It was always going through the catalog and finding the games that were supposed to come out. Sure. And uh, yeah, and I remember, you know, never buying anything through that catalog, but going to Toys R Us and buying the ones that were hanging up on the wall. But they always had that horse racing game, and that horse racing game always looked cool, just because it had things that looked like horses. Yeah. And of course, this I never got it, but it just always looked cool. Paper Mario. 
Probably was about as fun as E.T. on that. <laughs> oh, God, I fell in the hole so many times. <laughs> Going through the neck thing was kind of cool. But yeah. <laughs> yeah super... I'm sorry. Um, I don't know. Where was I? Yeah, uh, three months. Let's see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Aren't we all? We, we kind of all are. Uh, so, yeah. Oops. Cheers. <laughs> arcades. Uh, did you go to arcades? Was there a specific yes. arcade you liked? Yeah. Uh, you know what? This is this is kind of a trippy uh, memory. Is that the first arcade was kind of seedy, kind of set back mm. behind a couple buildings. Uh, everybody smoked, and I think it was probably nineteen seventy eight, seventy nine. Sure, yeah. It was. It was right. It was actually it must have been seventy nine because right when Space Invaders came okay. out, yep. it was seventy nine, right? And uh, everybody was on that. And, of course, I was relegated to Boot Hill. So Boot Hill was kind of my first game that I could play. I sucked at it. And um, then eventually got the, to Space Invaders. But after that arcade kind of just was like, eh, mostly pins. They were just EMs. Mm-hmm. Uh, ended up going to another arcade. This was probably more close to 81, 82 to 84. And that was Pinball Plus. Mm-hmm. And Pinball Plus was owned or is owned was owned by uh, Gene Lewin, who is Vintage Arcade Superstore. Oh. So he, he was the operator of uh, Pinball Plus in Burbank. Nice. And it was Pinball Plus 2. So that was like, that was the main hangout. And then there was an arcade in Glendale uh, that I'd go to, I think, called the, the Metro or something. But, you know, Indiana Jones and Star Wars, you know, typical uh, kind of fun games in that, in that time frame. But Cobra Command was another one. When the laser games came out, especially Cobra Command, that was... You know, it was man, so amazing. Yeah. I sucked at that too, <laughs> but it was, <laughs> but it was fun though, man. I mean, it was short, so I was trying to you know wedge my way in there. But there's just the crowds were so thick. I thought I would know, always like an Astron belt. Astron belt? Yeah. What about? I thought I would. I thought I would always want one of those. Yeah, I isn't had. That, uh, isn't that the one that stole all the properties from Battlestar Galactica and Star Trek and all that? I think so. Yeah. 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 Um. I had a cockpit Astron belt that I ended up buying and shipping from Florida. Oh. Uh, that was a little bit expensive. It had a 25-inch uh, monitor, too. It was wow. super heavy. But it was the Star Trek captain's chair. That was the, essentially the cabinet okay. that it was okay. in. But it had the full Astron belt side art. Yeah, but the cabinet is slightly different. Yeah. It is very similar, but it's slightly different. Yeah. So same, really same styling and Sega white plastic yellows, yeah. all kinds of fun stuff. Right. What what game were you like super awesome at? I mean, we've heard about what you're bad at, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I really enjoyed was Jack the Giant Killer. Huh. Oh, I was good. I was good at that game. Yeah, that was like I I was at Catalina Island, and they had an arcade, two arcades at Catalina Island, and as like probably probably about fourteen, I remember going there and watching this one guy play it, and that's all it took. And it was like. I could get up to the top so quick and then get to the next levels. Wow. So that was fun. Yeah, Jack the Giant Killer. I, that's I had one of those That's for like a while. the first time I've ever heard anybody say something like that. Like, to, totally, I've never even played that game. So, yeah. That's pretty that cool. Let's go, man. Come on. Is it at Grinkers? I, don't, I must about, have missed it. Naughty Boy. What about Naughty Boy? Another great. Uh, I don't think I've played that one either. Oh, that one's fun. Sweet. It's hard. This funky, funky weird cinematronic stuff. Funky Colmadina. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, let's get into a little bit of uh, some Starcade questions. You're uh, you're 13 at the time, and uh, 
your mom submits an application on your behalf, you'd been wanting to be on the show? No, I, uh, I saw at the end of the crawl, it was to be a contestant, you know, do this. And so mm-hmm. I ended up writing uh, a letter to them. Oh, I think it was either a postcard or something that I don't know where that is. But yeah, uh, yeah that ended up yielding a red postcard that had the Starcade, which I still have. It's on this. It's in the oh scrapbook God. that you yep. put together. Now you got it. You, uh, you have to hold that up to the camera yeah, so you can see. I will. It. I will. So, oh yeah. So it, on here. Okay. There's there's the uh, there's the back of it, which has a ton of writing to it. Yep. That's but awesome. Here, you know, my name tag from the audition is on there. Of course, that's backwards. That wasn't on there, but you know, obviously the address. Yeah. Back in the day, and the stamp. Uh, Thirteen cents. Yeah. But yeah, it's wow. got the Starkey logo and the address of the studios on it. But yeah, yeah, everybody, my mom kept everything. This is like I thought it was like oh, that's good. <laughs> I year old, and no, it was crazy. I mean, and actually, what's funny is I have some of Stephen Beale's photos that he he let me borrow. But yeah, this is a pin that I somehow got when I was uh, when that's I was kinda, there. That's cool. Yeah, it was just kind of weird stuff, but yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> just, okay, just 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 to poke fun because he because he, Stephen Beale, <laughs> Stephen Beale gave me these photos when we were working together. There he is. Oh, that's awesome! Getting, getting his hair done. My shirt, my shirt. <laughs> I always wondered how everybody's hair was so quaffed. They yeah. had they had but people. I guess, uh, there's Mark Richards and uh, and Stephen. Obviously. Oh, you yeah. really sucked at Donkey Kong, Steven. Uh-huh. <laughs> you probably um, did say that. <laughs> <laughs> and then here's, I guess, during the show, I, guess, I think his mom took the photos, but yeah. Oh, Isn't that trip? Yeah, I still have these. I had to get these back on, but... but uh, Those are awesome. I forgot. What were, we, what were we talking about? Okay, so the beginning. Yeah, so they once that postcard arrived, oh my gosh, I was just I was so elated. And at that point, it was, okay, go to audition. And, uh, yeah, we had to do the, the plane flight up to San Francisco where the studios were. And, and you even uh, kept to your bag of almonds. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh. She kept, <laughs> she kept the, I, well, I have the plane tickets, PSA plane oh, tickets. Yeah. Oh yeah. Trust me. Public it's, service announcements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tra- travel agency that my mom used. I mean, trust me, she kept everything, but yeah, the tickets, the, uh, the peanuts from the plane flight unopened are still in there. Uh-huh. Uh, oh my god oh dude don't eat them <laughs> <laughs> let's see if i can get them real quick but yeah it was you know at that point it was just basically filling out an application and that application i have oh hey here, get this there you go there they are it's the bag of peanuts that is the bag of unopened peanuts from psa the flight to san francisco and uh crazy <laughs> i guess i didn't eat peanuts back then i was pretty picky mm. so she kept them and you know it's awesome that she did these were but, given to yes. him my ungrateful son <laughs> exactly <laughs> but yeah so i've got the application here uh for the audition basically just asks you know what is the most interesting thing about you describe your game playing ability what do you want why do you want to be on starcade uh are you a member of a performing union um, yeah, so just the, all these kind of it, some boilerplate questions. Let's it's see, you interesting. Up there they, the they say they match you up based on ability. So do they yeah. give you like three things to choose from? Like, you know, or how do they do that? I mean, they, you, well, that was the thing. It's like it, the first round was just about, you know, are you interesting? Are yeah. you, you know, going to be a complete just rock on stage and kind of boring? Sure. And so in this, in the sound stage, 
once we fell at that vacation, what was the most interesting thing about you? My mom was like, well, you got to, you know, you got to make something fun, something different. And at that time, my voice was at a point where I could do my impression of, uh, of Pee Wee Herman from Cheech and Chong, the Mr. Lizard. Mr. Lizard, you know, care for a hamburger? You know, yeah. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> yeah. So I would do that all the time around the house. And so I was like, all right, I got to go all out if I'm going to get on somehow, at least in the elimination round. Mm -hmm. And so I was so nervous and they called me and I, we both stood up. Um, and then they asked like, Oh, so what's the most interesting thing about you? And I somehow had enough confidence to where I could do the whole Mr. Lizard thing. And everybody in the studio audience, they laughed. I'm like, okay. And I still was just shaking. And, uh, and then I sat down and then I think the next day we had to come back and that's when they weeded people out. They said, Hey, we'll call you if you're you know, welcome to come back. And at that point, then they had a star Wars cabinet in the front of the studio, they had everything lights and they had a camera there. And then it was a test to see how you looked and on camera. Oh. It was like just the elimination. Wow. It's like, wow, this guy's just fugly, man. Just get rid of him. But, <laughs> exactly. you know, so it was just like, okay. And I was just... super small. So, you know, I'm, I'm like, yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> so I played it. And then at, at some point, I think we had to fly back. We still had to fly back for the taping. And at that point, you know, after you, do the song and dance for him. You don't know if you're going to be on the show. So we flew back, you know, back home. And then it was just like waiting and waiting if we actually were announced. And then once we got the announcement in a letter form, that's, I have that, um, <laughs> saying you're on this time. That's when we had to fly back up. And at that point, that back studio lot or that stage where you, you push in on the beginning and the competitors are playing games, that room was set up in kind of a zigzag. It's almost like if you've been to California Extreme, you know, you got the trails going to each room or probably an arcade show. Oh, yeah. uh, there were so many. I mean, everything was on free play. And it was, uh, oh man, it was just super cool because that was the first day and we had only 30 seconds to play each game. And we, they said, play as best as you can and, you know, yeah. and then move to the next game. And it sucked because as a teenager, I had a full room of games on free play. Yeah. I don't want to hit everything. And there were games there that I'd never played before. I mean, yeah. Satan's Hollow was the first time I'd ever played that game. Ooh, sure. But the coolest one was TX1. That game was there. Wow. And TX1 is a game that, I mean, I've only seen on Starcade. And the, the multiple screens and just that stereo sound. And, and they had a Vegas Battle there, which is another kind of rare Laserdisc <laughs> game. Um, and uh, so we... we <laughs> So basically, a little story, a little strategy is, uh, and my mom kept surprising me, but she said, okay, Damon, you know, play like crap. She may have used a different word. Maybe play yeah. like shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But she said, play bad. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is my chance. I can like show everybody what I have. She goes, no, you got to play poorly so we get matched up with somebody else. That is, uh, you know, maybe a little good. lesser spill. That's good strategy. Oh, by the strategy. way, by the way, yeah. Billy Seven in the in the, in the audience here says, uh, "Dang, your mom was awesome." <laughs> you know what? She actually was, and that is uh, this experience will forever be that core memory. You know, just like the movie Inside Out, we always remember that just that Uber to our core memory. That that memory is just like epic. You know, so she's she's still around. 
and she's just I every Mother's Day I am so thankful uh, and it's always the, the thing I'll just keep slapping on Facebook you know like hey it's Mother's Day I'm like yeah I remember Starcade and I don't know my mom's probably tired of it but maybe she isn't but it was why, cool why don't we call her should we call her yeah we can call her sure yeah alright let's Good. try to, let's figure this out I'm gonna try to call yeah. her alright uh, well if we're gonna call her right, gonna... like a little person with a plus yeah but you know what yeah, look, look how look how still Brian is uh, I think he got well. He was on call, so I'm. Gonna, he, 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 <laughs> I don't he, even. He's just perfectly still. Just a black screen on my end. He must be in his dark period. It's <laughs> the dark side. I'm gonna switch scenes and see if we lose the image of him. Uh, we don't. That's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's try to dial her in here. I'm. This is. Uh, we don't do this too often, uh, but we. You know, it's uh, dial pad. Yeah, well, yeah, gotta get the number right and then dial. Because you got if you don't have, do you have number, to add her stream to the uh, OBS? No, we're it? gonna just use a fixed image for her because we're just calling. So okay, uh, we put up a nice picture of her that's recent. <laughs> okay. So if you look right now, you should be able to see it pop up. Or did the scene change back already? There we go. So. <laughs> so how's that? Does that look? Oh, it keeps switching uh, back to the original one. Uh, that's interesting. So, oh, there she is. I see her. I think uh, every time I switch out of the window, it's going oh. away. So I'm going to have to... constantly Brian with his headset. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> okay, well, we'll figure, we'll figure that after we dial her in. Okay, here we go. So, uh, or I could just replace her in Brian's pain so she, he's gone oh yeah that's perfect <laughs> no, that, that, that was a great idea oh that's okay I'll, I'll do that instead how's that um so here here we go there she is <laughs> just sorry Brian if he comes back <laughs> that's what we're we're just replacing Brian with Vicky now <laughs> <laughs> That's good times. All right. So I'm going to try to add her in here. I'm going to plus this person and hit the dial pad. All right. So this is a California number. Everybody want it? Uh, it's 8675309. Five, one, two, one, two. Nine, seven, six. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, I'll dial that one. Um, I figured out a way to dial those for free. It was, it was so good. I got in big trouble one year. <laughs> that, was a, that was a minor, luckily. <laughs> uh, see, that was my excuse too. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know oh. if this. Hello. Hello, this is Vicky. Hi, Vicky. This is Adam with Arcade Radio. I have Damon here with me. Oh, how exciting! Hi, Adam. <laughs> Thanks for calling. What can I do? What can I tell you? Well, first of all, uh, why don't you just introduce yourself? Okay, I'm I'm Vicky Clausen. Burbank, California. I'm 77. Oh God! And uh, <laughs> and our son, uh, he's just an awesome guy. And we have a, a a daughter who's three years older than Damon, and she's wonderful too. She's up in Grover Beach, and, uh, and it's very exciting to talk about our wonderful experience together. Starcade was just one of those moments as a parent that you you know it's going to be remembered for the rest of your life and. And it is. I still remember it as if it was yesterday. It was just well, I watched fun. it practically yesterday, so it's real fresh for me. 
One of our Good. one of our listeners said, uh, "Dang, your mom was awesome to Damon." And uh, and I I, w- I just want to comment that as I was uh, editing promo photos for the show um, and watching the episode again, I I just it's so uh, touching to see mom staring at her son, literally beaming with with. Uh, you know, and so it was just a, it was just really fun to see. You don't get to see those episodes too often on the show, where it's a, a mom and son pair up. So that's that was really unique. Well, we had such a good time together, and and uh, when you're a parent, uh, you look for opportunities to spend a little time with each child, and and help them develop their interests. And Damon was early on. I remember we had a pong game uh, attached somehow to our television that was our television was an old zenith um console and we had some machine that we attached to it and 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 he and i would play on that occasionally and then we got some other thing i don't know damon would remember probably what it was but we would insert a game and um and you could play using that screen and I remember thinking, oh, that kind of looks like fun, but I was always busy and I was <laughs> selling jewelry and I was in PTA and all that, that other wonderful stuff that parents do. Doing mom stuff. And then stuff. one day I thought, I'm, I'm going to try this. And so I put in a game, and Damon might remember what it was, but I think it had food in it. And I got so hooked on that that I spent the whole afternoon playing it and, and realized, oh, my gosh, the kids are going to be home any minute. <laughs> so Gaming is very addictive, I tell you. It's so much fun. I, and, uh, you know what? Anyway. Yeah. He's trying to remember I, I, the I game. It, I'm trying to remember it. In fact, I think it may have been uh, it's either Plaque Attack on the Atari 2600 or it's the other one. Hold on one second. I think I got the box for it. <laughs> wow. I do uh, remember Plaque Attack. There's Plaque Attack and then there's one. No, you know what? This is this one. It's uh, is it fast food? I was actually gonna guess that where you're yeah. a mouth and you're eating burgers it. and ice cream fast cones. Food. That was it. You're the mouth and you're eating the food. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was it. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is too much fun. <laughs> so and I classic. realized if I didn't, if I didn't uh, get my mindset away from that, I would probably become uh, a mother geek. You know. <laughs> That's good, right? Well. Yeah. Gamer mom. Not that there's anything wrong we, with that. <laughs> uh, one of the one of my favorite. Uh, I'm gonna play this clip. We played it before, but I'm gonna play this clip just to refresh your memory. Um, yeah. Here, here. Listen. Here we go. Ah, here we are. Nice studio audience. Hello to you at home. These are the teams that are gonna do it here on Starcade. Let's meet him right now. Your name is Damon Clausen. Damon, how you doing? Fine. Good. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm 13. I go to John Murray Junior High School in Burbank, California, mm-hmm. and I love video games. All right. Who's this next to you? This is my mom. <laughs> Time to figure that out, huh? Your name, please? Hi, I'm Vicki Clausen, and um, I love being here. I want to just encourage all the parents that are watching to try out for the show. We are treated royally. I got my hair done, makeup. And I enjoy playing video games, and I'm hoping to have a good time today, too. Gosh, Vicki, I should try out for the show. I haven't had my hair done or makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Liar! <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit of what it was like to have your hair done. Oh, my gosh. Well, I didn't realize they were going to do that. And they <laughs> usher us into this room, and there's two makeup artists, both of whom were male. 
and and uh, they applied makeup to my face, and and I had short hair back then. I think one of the only times I ever had short hair, and and they styled it a little differently than I had it come in, and I was I was thrilled. I didn't care. I mean, it was yeah. just a, a great opportunity, and uh, they did the same to the other couple, the mother and son, uh, right after us, and uh, um, it, it was just it was just terrific and and you know we had spent the night at a hotel the night before so i, I was panicked uh, we got to make sure we get up in time to be over there because you know i mean murphy's law is always waiting yeah. to pounce on you yeah so, that was the, the vagabond yeah. yeah the vagabond but we had gone to pier 39 because i was a little yes. nervous because i don't play a lot of video games and so we took a lot of quarters and pier 39 at that time had a place that had a lot of video games i don't remember elevator action <clears throat> excuse me being uh, one of those games, but uh, we spent the, <laughs> the night just practicing playing video games, and uh, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> Half the game recognized. I was well, just, I was just, oh, I got to get better. <laughs> uh, so that you sort of trained like Rocky. You guys went and worked out. <laughs> there, there would have been a montage if somebody yeah, Oh, that's great. Well, they, you know. My mom had some experience because she was on the dating game with my dad back when the show was black and white. Oh, no. Right? Oh, no, no. Not dating game. No. The newlywed game. Newlywed game. The newlywed game. We yeah, had not dating. only been married six months. And yeah, so you're familiar. Yeah, she was familiar with, with, with games. And so we, we, you know, try to get a strategy as far as, like, the name the game board if we sure. actually got to that point at yeah. Starcade. Yeah. And, you know, it was like, okay, well, you know, maybe, you know, <laughs> it's not necessarily trying to cheat, but just trying to, like, send a vibe or something. I don't know what it was, but it was just... I don't know. It, we did well, though. You guys nailed yeah. all four of them. You got all yeah, four correct. Was, yes. I remember guessing. I, I just, I, I don't know. There was some yeah. wonderful angel watching over us because we had such a good time. and and uh, Well, it's hilarious because we were watching that episode, and you got to the second game. I don't remember what it is, but when you guys watch it, it's a, it, there's two rare games they ask about in the second uh, match. And I just remember going, what are those? And they they, told, they said the name of the game. And then you guessed correctly. And I was like, I wouldn't have got that. I would have totally got it wrong. <laughs> Mission X and Zor. Yeah. And Damon, you know, I think we auditioned. I I recall a little differently. I thought you were doing the froggy voice. But you, you, you said something about... Um, Different the, the Mr. Lizard. I well, I I don't know. I mean, it could have been Froggy from Little Rascals. Yeah, my my <laughs> yeah, voice was. But I remember. But it doesn't matter because you you did it well, and I and I was so thrilled because that kind of set you apart from a lot of the other contestants. And and I remember my line, my only funny line was oh, that man. I was from beautiful downtown Borbank. <laughs> I thought I got to do something funny. <laughs> 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 nice. And and it got a laugh from the people in the audience, and that place was crowded with contestants. A lot oh. of parents with their children, and we had to sit and watch some of the the people try and answer questions. And I, I you know, it must have been difficult for them to pick people. Yeah. And I thought, well, we've given it the best try we can, and then we went home <laughs> and waited. And I think it was like 19 days or something like that. We were haunting the mailbox or expecting something. <laughs> it just seemed to take forever to hear. But when we heard, then we realized, oh, my gosh, we have to fly back up there. And you do all of this at your own expense. Oh, and no. the hotel room, and, you know, they don't pay for anything. Oh, wow. And that was... so 
So yes, they yeah, don't like give you a limo or anything? What's the deal? <laughs> no, we had to rent a car, and uh, yeah. and I, I think Damon had been on a plane once before when he went to Albuquerque. But um, so that was a you know probably not a new experience for him. But certainly, um, just traveling with his mom was a new experience because we always would go places together as a family. And uh, but it you know it worked out well and then I remember after the taping we flo- flew home and our my husband of 54 years and and our daughter met us at the airplane and I told him I said let's not tell him you know, you know <laughs> oh man you know because I just I didn't want them to be disappointed that we didn't win the big big game but we did win a lot of stuff and. Mm. Uh, but it was it was so much fun. We just had it's just such a now. Nice speaking family. of winnings, uh, I, this is a question that you only have as an adult. Um, for all those things that you won, did you have to pay taxes on them? Yes. So oh, that yes. that's not I had very to fun. Argue with them. I, I had to argue with them. I wonder about that as I watch other game shows now when they win cars and stuff. Yeah. They, they they know they're gonna have to pay tax. But see, I had my own jewelry business at the time, and and they and I said, look, I said I'm not gonna pay taxes on the retail value. I'll pay on the the wholesale because I I kind of know what that is. Sure. Um, so they they agreed with me because you know I knew the business and plus I I brought, at the time I was selling jewelry I the mood rings and mood pendants you know where you put your thumb on them yeah. and they would change color depending on your mood okay well they came out with one just before we went up there and it was a a Pac-Man mood pendant that's and awesome thought, and they were like a buck each and I thought oh I'll just buy a bunch of these and give them out to the people there during after the after the show. And so I did, and you would have thought I gave them gold. And, I mean, it was so sweet; they were all so thrilled about it. And and it was a cute, a cute thing. I don't. I think Damon still has one, don't you? He's did he's I showing us one right is. now on camera. Yeah, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get the other one out. But yeah, so the, do they uh, still mood plated when you it's, hold them? Well, do they it's still like back? But then it's got the color that changes, or the the surface that changes color. Now hold it in your hand, nice and tight. Let's see if that thing that turns dark. So, so that was an yeah, awesome. Exactly. That's a great thing and, and for. I wanted to tell you that Damon, Damon was actually just thirteen when he was on that show because wow. his birthday was October twenty fifth, and we had to try out on October twenty second. Wow! So when he out, he was just twelve, and then by the time we got on the show, he was thirteen. So. Well, Vicky will be happy. <laughs> Vicky, you'll be happy to know that the uh, the mood Pac-Man and Ghost still work. <laughs> yeah, wow. I forgot you know, there was a ghost, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I, but it, it's, a, it's a fun show, and I, I just I wish they'd bring something like that back. I think that'd be great. a lot of people would enjoy doing I, that. I, I'm going to read a letter that, uh, that Damon provided us. January 5th, 1984. Dear Starcade staff, well, the holidays are now over, and some of <clears throat> somehow they seem dull compared to the excitement Damon and I are taping uh, Starcade December nineteenth. You helped this mother and son experience something rarely seen on television today: parent-child interaction. I know I came away emotionally richer from the opportunity, and I thank you for it. Competition took a backseat to fun, and skill and luck shared equally in our successes that day. I'd like to compliment all of you on your professionalism and thank Michael and Keith for our new looks. I sincerely hope that Pac-Man and Ghost Mood Pendants I distributed after the show are still registering blue. 
and purple colors. They are. And thanks again for that unique experience and continued success in all of your endeavors. Signed, Vicki Clausen. That's. I forgot even wrote down. That it, it's so awesome. You kept track of this whole trip. I, I, you know, I, I didn't know what we were in for when we asked Damon to be on the show, but he's got the whole photo album, everything you guys kept. Uh, and and it's just it's just so cool. So besides that, how's that Jeff Edwards and <laughs> Kevin fellow? Were they fun to work with? Oh, they were delightful. Jeff, of course, is the consummate or was the consummate uh, host. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw him years later doing the lottery. He would be one of the hosts for the lottery mm-hmm. that was oh. telecast. Oh, cool. And uh, I, I I know he did other things, but he just. He had a nice way about him. He was funny, and he enjoyed playing games. He he uh, was saying, I think, to Damon during the game when game when he didn't do something. He said after the game, he said, "Well, maybe I don't know." He made some suggestion that uh, might have helped Damon had he known earlier. Sure. But it, Damon still played amazingly well. The Star Wars was, I guess, the favorite game of his his male contest. Uh, uh, yeah. Arnie, and he and Arnie, and he, Arnie was such a nice young man, and so was his mother Brenda, and um, and uh, you know it, it, somebody has to win and somebody has to lose, but they've all tried very hard, and of course I was a nervous wreck playing elevator elevator action, <laughs> and uh, I, I remember saying to Damon as we got up there, I said, "You've got to help me." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> up or go down. <laughs> He says, "Just go, go, mom, go." Yeah. <laughs> and that an elevator kept closing, and <laughs> I just funny. I loved your uh, I loved your strategy. Go down and keep shooting. Just keep shooting, <laughs> and that was it. And it and it worked. You uh, you beat her by like two hundred points. So I can't believe it. I can't believe. It. Even though Jeff Edwards said I I didn't win that one, I did win that round. You did, yeah. And, and uh, it, it, we be one of the few errors ever made <laughs> <laughs> well i was like there's also these little idiosyncrasies when you're close to the show that you notice that maybe other people don't but when we're watching we paid attention we knew you were the winner so uh, yep. <laughs> if i'm gonna play and i'm gonna play another clip for both of you uh and, and this one uh well, let's just see if i can pull this up here um there this is uh i don't know I don't know. Maybe I maybe I won't play the clip uh, just because it's not cute. What is up. that? What is it? Well, let me uh, game uh, regarding elevator action. Uh, that game, of course, bothered me. But years later, Damon bought me one of those games. Uh, oh, awesome! Yeah, I love that. That's one of my favorites. I found one in Utah in a warehouse buy, and I said, "Hey, mom, your best friend is here." <laughs> nice. So yeah, she's got her own. She's got her own arcade game. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. I mean, that's, mom, t- you have your own arcade game? That's pretty sweet. So have you improved or? Uh, a little. <laughs> I don't play it much, but uh, it, it's nice to have. And it, we have grandchildren now. We have um, uh, three grandchildren that are like eight. And then we have uh, two of them are twins. Did you, did, you, uh, did you end up getting a Mr. Do? No. Yeah, no, he's just, that was a, Okay. So I don't. I you know obviously the the outcome of the show 
was a little disheartening, I would imagine. Uh, I see where you're going now. <laughs> you had to bring it up, Adam. <laughs> right. I, I, you know, it's this. Uh, here, let's let's yeah, let's play this little clip here and see what. <laughs> I'm 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 waiting to see who, what the how old the other grandchild is. So. Oh. oh. Yeah. Oh, you, you, go ahead. Go ahead. That's fine. 13. He'll be thirteen in March. Oh, oh, 13. So right, right, he's ready for the new version of Starcade. Right. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and he's really. He's into his own little gaming system, and you know, he plays right. all the popular stuff, Fortnite, and all that stuff. Oh yeah. So, right. So here's. It's not the, you know, you gotta you gotta stand up. In fact, remember Damon when we when I finally allowed you to buy a full size thing with your money. Uh, I said you had to ride the exercise bicycle for a mile. <sighs> yeah, no, well, a quick little, uh, quick little uh, interstitial is yes. So naturally, having a laser game, you know, you want to finish it. And mm-hmm. so I would have a friend over, and we'd be constantly playing and dying. And as a laser game, you, you know, you miss that turn, you die. Yeah. And so we would go further and further and die. And she's like, you know, I'm not going to let you keep playing that. So every game you have to ride a mile on the stationary bicycle. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Oh yeah. No, it was so, total torture. You so know, but you, <laughs> is ahead. that in lieu of it going outside and playing or I, I don't know. It was, <laughs> that's great. It was, uh, it was crazy. crazy. But then the other part is, is that they, you know, when they weren't home and I'd walk home from school, they hid the keys to the coin door. Mm. So I couldn't play it, but I found the keys. I just <laughs> oh. didn't tell them. They were under the candle. They were under like a really big candle. I'm like, ooh, put them right there. I lock it, play a bunch of credits, and put the key is, back. Yeah, so it's I think he's just finding out about this just now. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Not about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, as long as he kept his grades up, that was so important. I, you know, he, hand-eye coordination, that's, his was excellent for him. Oh, but yeah. uh, and we we had a pool in the backyard, so he got some exercise there. But <laughs> he really preferred to play games over doing much else. So. <laughs> all right, I found my clip. I'm gonna play. Okay. I'm gonna Good play this. To you. <laughs> Here we go. All rooting for you. Four thousand five hundred points is what you need in thirty seconds to take home, Mister Do. Get ready. Get set. Play. <laughs> Okay, so that's funny. If you'd gotten the astronaut, you would have had him. Yeah, I remember him saying that. <laughs> uh, thank you for bringing back the PTSD of that moment. That's right. <laughs> that fucking astronaut. <laughs> Sorry, mom, I'm gonna cuss. That game is the freaking Antichrist. Oh, that's <laughs> uh, funny. oh my gosh, that yeah. stupid astronaut. That thing haunted me. After the taping, when we got through, did all the business end of all the you know prizes and taxes and mm. walking back to Pier 39 to kind of get it out of our system, that astronaut haunts me and haunted me. 
Now, uh, one of the chatters just said, Junifirst is one of the best arcade games ever. Love the sound. I agree. I think it's one of the best arcade I, games ever. Did you end up... <laughs> bite your tongue. <laughs> did you, ever? Did you ever... Uh, did you end up getting one ever? I did. I did. I actually... Uh, I bought one, and uh, I don't remember exactly if I ever got it working. I think I just got tired of looking at it, and I sold it. Um, <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, and then I set it on fire. Exactly. <laughs> you know what? I... I, uh, I what decided uh, it needed to go, besides it just being Juno First, was the fact that Stephen Beale had a Juno First dedicated. And uh, I had already hated the game, naturally, uh, to my core. And when Stephen Beale was moving his game, he was wearing sandals, and the control panel fell off. Oh. And it went right into his foot, and his foot's just bleeding immensely. So I've determined that that game really is connected to, like, dark energy or something. <laughs> yeah. It may sound cool, but don't, buy, don't believe the hype, though, guys. It's just a reactor. Now that's some cool, cool audio. But yeah. Yeah, Juniper's not gonna suck it. <laughs> so, what about uh, what about mom, Vicky? Did you uh, did you uh, have a disdain for Juno first after that? Well, I I hardly recognized it, and I knew that Damon was unhappy with his score, so I just didn't bring it up, and we <laughs> we didn't talk game names much, but. I, I felt bad, you know, he felt as bad about that as I felt about elevator action because I thought I should have done a lot better. But, uh, you know, parents don't always spend a lot of time playing video games. They pay for them, but they don't, they <laughs> yeah. don't play them. And, no. and then, of course, Damon got in, in that business, and, and I remember going to his warehouse, and they had they had hundred uh, at least 100 games in that big warehouse, and, and uh, I would come and just marvel at the fact that people were wanting to buy these games after they'd kind of gone out of fashion, but they were selling well, and and we would help him pack them up. One of them, I remember, went to to Europe, and you couldn't just you know call the post office come take it. You had right. to build a flat and and completely cover it. And and I remember Damon got a bunch of games from someone's basement, and there was a dead rat in one of them, and there was quarters spread all over the place. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, oh, I like that. it when there's quarters in them. That's fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, but, you know that, and, and a lot of them had been, I think, flooded because they were in a, in oh, a basement. No. Oh, oh my goodness! But uh, and we would help him clean them up uh, a bit, and then he'd have to drive them carted uh, down to was it Long Beach, Damon? I can't it was remember. Forward Air back in the day when Forward Air did it, uh, did arcade games quite well. But it was a Mach three cockpit that went to Switzerland. And that one had to be fully created. That was a that was a fun one, but uh, kind of back back to Starcade. The the choice. Imagine my surprise where you know you play Donkey Kong Three, Elevator Action, and Star Wars, and what are left are the Redhead Stepchild, which is basically Juno First or Motor Race USA. <laughs> Both games I had never played before, never even knew about them. I mean, if any of you guys ever played or even seen Motor Race USA, oh, yeah. it's like. It's like a game that I think Irem, I know it's in a Williams cabinet, but it's just like, oh, man. So it's like choose the lesser of two evils. It's like voting in a freaking political election. It's like, which one? They both suck. You know? So, you know, the, the audio for Juniforce is good. But, yeah, I remember just they brought out the cue cards for Jeff Edwards, and we're standing at the podium. I'm, of course, standing in my little Apple box. And they, they present, okay, you're going to choose this game, and if you choose that game in 30 seconds, you have to score this. And... And it, it just, the nervousness went up just with the fact of I wanted to win that Mr. Do, even though it wasn't a dedicated, it was in a stern cabinet. Um, but 
the fact is that I had no experience and didn't even play in the in the back sound soundstage. It was like these games were not there. So I don't know. To this day, I've played Motor Race USA, and now I, I think I picked the right game, even though Junifers can burn in hell. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was just going to say, um, you talked about being nervous. Uh, you both looked, uh, you know, like you're on TV. Uh, I noticed Mom uh, had a couple poses for the camera occasionally. <laughs> you were you were looking very uh, like a, it was very much like a model, a like, little modeling, yes, yeah. yeah so it was, it was I very was all right. a little modeling back then, but uh, yeah, that that uh, I I know I had makeup on and and I and oh we had to wear we had to wear uh, no stripes, no no wild colors, so you know I, that's why I ended up going black and gray and giving him a gray top and. And I thought I thought that worked out nicely, but um, yeah, it, it it's funny you don't know how you're going to react once you get there and start the videotaping. But we had such a good time; it was easy to relax a little bit until it was your time to play the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then you're nervous as all heck. And, so that's and you nearly have a heart attack. <laughs> so I assume they filmed this just straight through. They didn't uh, have to redo anything. No, they didn't. And they had, at the time they taped it, it was really close to Christmas. It was like December 19th or something. Mm. And so instead of having a full audience, there maybe were 19 people there. <laughs> oh, man. And so the applause at the end of the show was very quiet. I mean, it was, it was there. But it, it was, and then they invited the audience to come up. Uh, they may show that <laughs> at the end of the show. I yeah, remember. yeah, yeah. Come up and shake hands with all of us and I thought, oh, this is interesting. So, but <laughs> yeah, was, and if you, you if know. you pay attention at the end when you know the camera is sort of focused on the group coming up and shaking hands with people, I remember my mom saying, "I don't know who you are, but I'll shake your hands anyway." And you could you can kind of just I can almost kind of see her lips move that direction. It's pretty <laughs> funny because we had no idea who these people were, and I think some of them may have been the contestants that were going to be in later taping. Oh yeah, because yeah. they had like four course, shows, right? Yeah, which of course I have Polaroids of them in the green room. Oh. Thank you, Mom. Okay, well, first of all, we got Arnie and Brenda. That's the Polaroid Look of our, our competitors. Okay. Yeah, and uh, and then of course the other Karen and son from Michigan. Uh, what was it Graskowitz? They're they're probably recognize them from some sweet one episode. Uh huh. And then another and then the. <laughs> Another contestant, let's see, that would be Charles and Marlene Bear. So they're kind of hard to see, but yeah. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, Polaroids. But yeah, they're, they're on there. They, I think they were in subsequent episodes that were taped later in the day. But yeah, that was, that was fun. I think in the, in the green room, I think they had like a ColecoVision or something just to kind of ease your mind. But yeah, you're, I, actually back, back then, Arnie was, Arnie was kind of puffing his chest out because he was a big 10th grader and of course I was like 7th 8th grade somewhere yeah, around there yeah, yeah. and he was tall you know everybody was tall to me back then but uh, Star Wars was his game and yeah. he kept reminding me that he was <laughs> like oh yeah you know I don't know what I said my favorite game was at the time it definitely wasn't June 1st yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah that was it I was already like oh yeah Star Wars and I had to see that game like oh man so that was you know Wow, I, I thought it was great. I was watching, and I'm like, "He won! He won!" You know, 
kind of always we're kind of always rooting for the underdog. So I think even out of the gate, I was like, I hope they win. (laughs) Well, we were thinking the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) So all that that whole experience doing this TV thing, you get done with it. Uh, You get to talk about it for years and years and years. Uh, How do you go back and watch the show uh, to to see yourselves ever? It's so funny. Uh, I was in PTA and I, and I didn't tell anybody I was I had done that. And then at one big PTA meeting, someone stood up and said, "And our member Vicky and her son Damon were on a television show." <laughs> so it had evidently aired, and they saw it, and and uh, and they had a lot of questions and stuff. So it had a residual effect, obviously, yeah. for years and years, and still now. Look at now; it's yeah. another residual effect, and. I think good things in life are always worth remembering, and and that was certainly one of the best moments in our lives together. And we've had others since, but that one was an early memory. And I think uh, because I put together that scrapbook, I I was a little anal about wanting to keep everything because I knew it was such a special occasion. Yeah. That, you know, and when I handed it to him years later, you know, he, he was excited to see it but i think as he gets older he realizes how how important it is to keep memorabilia for really yeah, definitely really yeah. and and uh damon has mentioned this a couple times you mentioned on the show tonight uh and maybe you could reiterate uh, uh talk about that core memory bit you were just saying that to your, you know you were just telling us about how uh it's kind of like inside out yeah yeah uh, it, do you want me to talk about it? Yeah, well, yeah. just tell your well, mom. I, I, well, I, I, you you know, mom. I mean, pretty much every Facebook uh, uh, Mother's Day, uh, I will post those pictures, and I think actually uh, one one birthday. It's Starcade always sort of just blends itself into holidays or special days, and because that was such an epic day, and I am so grateful for you, Mom, to have supported, um, you know, the, the, the crazy desires of, of your son. Uh, you know, I, I never could imagine it, and still, I just, I hope other parents, uh, you know, can at least spend the time, and or at least our generation can at least extend that to, you know, to kids and so forth. But it was just really, uh, it was so special. But I remember building uh, a personalized Monopoly game uh, for my mom, it was like one you could buy, and then you add old photos, and and I had a ton of nostalgia, all photos of my mom and so forth. But it was a Monopoly game, and I think I put in one of the Starcade uh, photos. But really, I mean, looking back, um, I, it was an adventure that we had no idea, no idea how it was going to turn out. And I, you know, she was a busy mom and had her side business, and you know, I just wanted to do what I wanted to do, but. You didn't realize now, looking back, just how much she put herself out there, and and you know I'm so incredibly grateful, um, well, even with her tell- even with her elevator action score. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, your dad was very supportive too, and still is, yeah. um, because without his earning a decent living and and, yeah. and being able to provide us with the airfare to go up there twice, and the you know the hotel room and the rental car and going to you know. Tier thirty nine because it, it was not an inexpensive adventure. Yeah, when you look at it, and uh, but it you know it, we also knew Gary and I 
that this was an important thing to do because Damon's interests were keen then, and you don't want to you don't want to squelch interests because that might lead to something in his future, which it did, and still does. So yeah. you know, you watch your kids and you see what talents they seem to have and what interests they have, and and you try to encourage them in in unobtrusive ways, but you know, you just you identify it and see what you can do to help them make that grow and and i'm very proud of damon and what he's been able to accomplish and <laughs> and uh i think it's it's wonderful that we have this chance once again to talk about our time together and and that wonderful experience well i think that's a really great note to, to tidy up this segment on i want to first of all i want to thank you both for being on the show and ask you to stay on afterwards for just a couple minutes as we shut down, but I, I want to read one of the comments in the in the chat right now from Netropolis, and he says, "What a great <laughs> mom! Not only did she take you to the show, thirty five years later, she's at nine p.m. on a podcast telling her story to the same amount of people that attended the taping in eighty four because there's nineteen <laughs> people in the chat." Nice. So. <laughs> That's funny. That is so funny, and and I thank him for that. That's wonderful. I've been dealing with cancer for about five years now and it's finally on its way out and uh so i'm just glad i'm here to talk about oh, it we're glad you're here too yes yeah, yeah absolutely yeah and, and, and i love and, your show and I, <laughs> oh I, I will, uh, yeah go ahead damon oh no i i know i mean just words can't words really can't describe and i can't articulate really how grateful i am mom but uh no I, i'm glad that uh we had that experience and uh you know, I, I still, I don't know if you remember the, the night of training, uh, the uh, the Rocky uh, theme music, of course, could have been playing, but we played uh, Three Stooges uh, arcade game at, oh, yeah. at Pier 39 and, and Thayer's Quest. And neither one of us knew what we were doing on that game either. <laughs> but it was, it was really, it was really a time where anything was possible and not knowing what lay ahead uh, the night before that taping um, I mean, it was really, it was very an, an exciting time. So I'm just super glad to have that time with her. Awesome. Yeah. Stick around, Mom. Yeah. Uh, hang on. We'll we'll tidy up after the show, and uh, Mark and I will clean this uh, clean this uh, bad boy up and sign ourselves off here. Uh, thanks for listening, and this has been the Double R's. That's Arcade Radio, um, and uh, you can catch us uh, in about two more weeks. Uh, on the same bad channel. Nice. I am going to say like us on facebook.com slash arcade radio or check out our semi-regularly, not very often updated blog at arcaderadio.com. And you can call and leave comments and questions on the game line, which is 612-548-GAME. That's 4263. Oh, yeah, that's in case you can't spell. That's nice. (laughs) Subscribe to our YouTube channel and click the notification bell so you will know when we're streaming live. Yeah, from StarcadeRadio.com. Oh, I love that. (laughs) StarcadeRadio.com. That's our new game show. (laughs) You can also subscribe to the podcast on Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Play, and wherever the heck you get podcasts. Oh my gosh, I get to wind it up. Hey, that's going to be it for our show from the Arcade Radio team. We hope you had a great time, and we will see you next episode. And this is where we dance. Ah. (laughs) 
I'm dancing. I'm 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 in my head. I'm and dancing. Theater probably moved. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can't okay. So <laughs> I'm gonna just gonna I'm just gonna hang up. Oh, hello. I'm hello. Oh, hello. Um,